Hello, hello, NFA tribe. I'm so psyched to be back for another week of the Max Potential Habits podcast. We are on episode number 107, which blows my mind a little bit. And I'm really psyched to be doing a solo cast today, a longer discussion with you. I really like to keep these longer discussions really deep and vulnerable and me sharing some of my business building insights, adventures, fears, doubts, all the good stuff that happens when we're building a business. And today I want to talk to you about the upward spiral of building your business. So this is us thinking about how it isn't a straight line trajectory. Success doesn't happen overnight. Instead, there's an upward spiral of evolutionary growth as you expand and build your business. But real quick, If it's your first time here, I am Dr. Amanda Barrientes, the founder of NFA Coaching and the host of this podcast. This is your place to come each and every week for tips, tools, and inspirational interviews to help you optimize your habits so you can thrive in life and business. And one of the main foci, I was going to say focuses, (laughs) one of the main focuses, oh boy, I don't know the right word there. For uh, this podcast is mindset because your mindset is a habit. And I love coming to you with different struggles that I've had to keep it real. I like to call this series when I do solo cast NFA biz talks, and I'm thinking about them as this way of sharing with you what comes up with what I'm learning over the years of building my business. Uh, Most of you know 2019 was my first time, uh, my first full-time year, and something that I was thinking about when I was sitting down to create this episode was where did I start on this business building journey and where do all of us start when we decide to build a business? For you, it might be that you were in a place of fear, doubt, worry. Uh, You maybe you thought, ah, I just want something different. It definitely started for me there as well. And the number one thing that I thought about for, for myself where it started was in this place of blame. I had a really victim mindset when I started on stepped onto the coaching path. I blamed everyone around me for my problems. I was, I, you know, a lot of you know, I stepped out of my my 15 year marriage by having an affair, and it was one of those things where I was like, well, you're to blame for me having an affair. <laughs> and while, of course, it always takes two to tango, and there's a lot of background information about why I made the decision I did. I wouldn't make the same decision now, and I have learned and grown from it immensely, and so has my family, and so has my relationship with my ex-husband, and all of those things. And the number one thing that I wouldn't change is that it caused me to step onto the path of personal growth and development. But first, let's talk about the blame. I want to frame this episode with several quotes that I've pieced together to talk about the upward spiral of building your business. I love this quote by Pima Chodron. I don't know exactly how to say her name, but she's amazing. Uh, She has some really incredible books. And in one, she says, we can spend our lives cultivating our resentments and cravings, or we can explore the path of the warrior. 
nurturing open-mindedness and courage. Most of us keep strengthening our negative habits and therefore sow the seeds of our own suffering. Oh, I'm going to repeat that last part because I think it's so powerful, especially for a habits podcast. Most of us keep strengthening our negative habits and therefore sow the seeds of suffering. Robert Anthony on top of this quote says, when you blame others, you give up your power to change. So let's talk about both of these. When we think about strengthening our negative habits and sowing the seeds of suffering, blame is one of those habits that's negative that sows the seeds of suffering. Because when you blame other people for your reality, you have no power to change. You give up all your power to change when you don't decide to take the radically responsible position of saying, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And what can I do to transform my reality? And I'm so grateful that I had an epiphanal moment when I was laying on the floor crying and going, crap, my relationship life is falling apart and I'm the center of my reality. I've got to do something to change. That caused me to start to listen to podcasts avidly, and I ran into a relationship podcast that then led me down the path of coaching. So I will forever be grateful for that being the beginning of the spiral of my business building. It was the center of blame where before this moment that I had, I was really stuck in that victim mindset blaming other people, and I wasn't seeing how I could empower myself to shift out of it. Once I had that critical moment of awareness and decided to pivot and go, okay, actually, I'm the one that's responsible for this. I, I, I didn't know so well at the time that I had a, a shift in my mindset where I went from victim to victor mindset. And I went from blaming other people to taking radical responsibility in the way, you know, my NFA way of going like, okay, I am the center of my reality. I'm not going to fuck around about getting where I want to go. Now I see there's a path for me to learn relationship skills, which also translated into money skills because that led me down the path of understanding how tied myself worth was to creating codependent relationships and being on food stamps. And so this was the start of my whole business. So for those of you listening, wherever you are right now in your business building adventures, I want you to kind of think back to what the core moment was for you when you decided, I want to build a business. Was it that you were in pain? Was it that you were tired of being stuck on the treadmill, working your nine to five? Was it that you thought, I really want to empower myself to, to be in charge of my day and I wanted to become my own boss? Is it that you still work a nine to five and you're still in that transitional place? Just think to that center core of your spiral. And so in your mind, we're going to start building out the spiral from the center. And for mine, it was started with blame. Just think about what it was that it's what started it for you. Was it fear? Was it doubt? Was it frustration? Was it inspiration maybe where you just thought, oh, I just want to add this piece to my life that it could have been that as well. Whatever it was, it initiated movement in the direction of building a dream, of building something that you wanted to expand your awareness, expand your skills, and become a new person who was now an entrepreneur. I love this, and I love the entrepreneur mindset, because if you're a powerful entrepreneur, you can't blame other people, right? You're going to be radically responsible, and you're going to then shift to the on the curve of the spiral into fear and faith, right? So I think about this next part of the spiral for me, it was fear and faith. 
Bob Proctor says, faith and fear both demand that you believe in something you cannot see. It's your choice. Ah, oh, I love that. Faith and fear both demand that you believe in something you cannot see. It's your choice. So on this trajectory of building my business, I had, I started to see that it was possible to build a successful business. When I started listening to all those podcasts, when I was stuck in that place of going like, I am out of control of my reality, I'm on food stamps, my relationships suck, what am I going to do about it? I started tapping into podcasts, YouTube. I got lots of books at the library. Then I I started purchasing books on Audible. I just started devouring everything I possibly could. So there was this faithful piece of me that was like, there's something different on the other side of this. I just know it. And listening to the podcast, I realized that they were all coaches. And I was like, wow, these coaches really have something magical going on. I don't know if I would have used the word magical at the time, but <laughs> I thought, wow, they are transforming my mind. I, my mind is shifting. I'm starting to believe differently. I'm starting to show up differently. I'm starting to see things differently. And, and that started planting the seed of like, hmm, maybe I want to be a coach. And I don't know what it is for your journey, but something once you started out of that center place of desire and going, I, got, I want to do something different. I want to take on entrepreneurship. I want to take on building my business, pushed you into this place of faith where you could faithfully choose to see something that's not yet built. That So you, so you chose, like you cannot see it. So you're, you're stepping into that flow space of faithfully looking for opportunities to win. And you're going, I'm going to just keep taking the next steps in the direction of building my business, whether I can see the end result or not. I'm just going to trust and I'm going to take the leap. And that is awesome. Something that's interesting when that when we do this is that it triggers fear, right? So faith and fear are flip sides of the same coin. So in that fear space, we start to look at it and go, ooh, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. My brain wants my, I call it the inner critic leash. My inner critic leash wants to pull me back to my comfort zone because it knows how to protect me there. When I step outside of my comfort zone, my inner critic inner critic starts to scream at me and go like, wait, what are you doing? I don't know how to do this. I'm not sure what's on the other side. So of course I experienced this. So if you could see, if you can visualize a spiral, you know, I had for me, it was blame in the center. And then I started to spiral up into those faith moments. And then on the downward of the, of the spiral, I'd hit another fear spot. And I would come to a place in my business where I would go, oh, crap. I'm scared. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm good enough. You know, a lot of the imposter syndrome doubts and fears started to come in. I started to wonder if people would take me seriously. I was afraid to tell people in my academic world that I was going to become a coach instead of going into um, academia and becoming a professor. I, I, I hit it in a lot of ways. I wasn't confident and I was, I was scared. You know, there were a lot of things to be scared of going from having a very low paying job as an instructor to no paycheck at all as an entrepreneur in a field I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> was scary. And I'm sure for those of you listening, you know what I'm talking about. When you step into a totally new field of experience, you feel like an infant. You, you feel infantilized. Like all of a sudden you go, oh, wow, I've got to learn to walk again. I've got to learn to take baby steps 
into something that's completely unknown that I don't see the top, I don't see the end result. I don't see how I'm going to get there. I I don't know what to do exactly, but you have faith. So you have that fear faith cycle going on. You go, okay, I'm going to faithfully step forward, but there's still fears that come up. But the cool thing is that if you're here listening to this, you're like me and you go, okay, I hear you fear. I see you fear. I feel you fear, but I'm not going to let you hold me back. I'm going to keep going in the direction of my dreams because I know that if I continue to take strategic daily action, I will get there and my success is inevitable. I love that about the opportunities that are available for entrepreneurs. I mean, really, there is a plethora of opportunities for entrepreneurs right now. Anyone who really chooses to make millions of dollars in building a business, it's an option. And there's a lot of different pathways to get there. I have multiple streams of income coming in from multiple businesses and they're all growing. And in 10 years, I'll be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. And Any of you can do this too. I know if I can do it, you can do it too. (laughs) So let's keep expanding out. So then when we're alternating between fear and faith, we have transition moments. So we have blame, then we, for me, it started with blame, then we, I stepped into fear and faith, and then on the sides of the spiral, so at the top and the bottom, I'd say those are fear and faith, right? At the bottom, you're in fear. At the top, you're in faith, and you're flowing, and you're like, yeah, I can see it. It's awesome. I'm taking steps in that direction. And then you start on the downward part of the spiral, back to fear, and then you start on the upward part of the spiral, back up to faith. And on those sides of the spiral are transition moments. And one of my all-time favorite quotes, and I've said it before on this podcast by Nancy Levin, is honor the space between no longer and not yet. That's a mic dropper. (laughs) Honor the space between no longer and not yet. And here's the thing. Are you willing to sit in the space of fear? Are you willing to sit in the space of unknown? Are you willing to sit in the space of uncertainty? Are you willing to wait and see what's on the other side of your dreams? When we go through this spiral of faith and fear, it's usually because we've broken through from one side to the other. We've had a quantum leap evolutionary upward spiral growth part of ourselves and when we grow into that new part of ourselves then all of a sudden we go this it's it's like a new identity it's a new me it's a new business it's new challenges in the business it's new pains in the business it's new successes in the business all of which trigger us to want to fight, 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 flight, freeze, right? So often it's in those transition moments where we get really highly triggered and our inner critic wants to run away or quit. And this is the most critical moment where you don't want to quit, right? So if you're in that moment right now, hear me, do not quit. Viktor Frankl says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Oh, I love that quote. (laughs) I keep saying that for every quote. I, I love quotes. When I was a kid, I used to have a quote card wall and I had like 
50 quotes on my wall. And when I went to college, I took them down and there wasn't room in my in my dorm. But I have always loved quotes. I think they're powerful ways to frame our brain and it's insight from people who have articulated profound shifts. It, you know, words are so powerful. So I'm going to say this one again because I think it's really incredible. And think about the specific words. I like the word response and we'll talk about it in a second. So between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And this is really about a transitional moment, right? Because we're talking about the space between stimulus and response. That's that transition space. It's that space where you get to respond. Like I love the word response because it has to do with responsibility, your ability to respond. That's where lies your growth and your freedom. In that space, do you give up? Do you, do you decide you're not good enough? Do you decide to go to shrink and play small so that other people around you won't feel small? Do you hide your light? Do you reach your inner critic ceiling and self-sabotage? These moments are the golden moments and I'm sitting in one of those right now. <laughs> and that's what initiated this entire podcast, th- this episode. Um, I, I'm, I'm moving out of my house at the time of the recording of this. I'm moving out of my house this weekend. And this house for me was a really interesting symbol of success. You know, I went from food stamps. I lived in subsidized housing um, for lots of years. Before that, I lived in, in family housing, which was on-campus housing, student housing, which they've now turned into dorms. So it wasn't a very fabulous place. It was fabulous in many ways, but it wasn't like opulent, right? <laughs> And so now I live in this big fancy house and then I found out my partner was having an affair and I was like, oh crap, what am I going to do about this house? Because we had just moved in not long after I found out or before I found out. And, and so this house has been this place that I've built my business to the six figure level. It's been this kind of like a cocoon for me. And it's also been a symbol of success. And I, I've, I've, gotten the opportunity to sit in that transition space of going, okay, I'm going to honor the space between no longer and not yet. Now I'm unpartnered. Building a new business with no partner and kids is scary. You know, I'm in a new business. I don't have the stability that a 10-year business has. So I've had huge months and I've had small months and it's not always consistent and there's a lot of fear. So what I've been really focusing on is being able to sit in those transitional moments and and just be okay with the fear that I have. Be okay with the pain that's coming up. Uh, Lean into it. I'm reading this surrender experiment right now by Michael Singer. He's the author of The Untethered Soul. And holy moly, super, super powerful. Um, You know, like just yesterday, I was home alone. My daughter my kids went with their dad on a little trip and I was sitting in the house by myself. Here I am, like all the, I'm selling a whole bunch of stuff because I'm downsizing houses by half, by choice. I I want to shift out of this house um, because it's the right thing to do for me right now <laughs> for multiple reasons that would be a whole nother podcast episode. But I really, I was sitting there by myself and I was feeling sorry for myself. I was having this moment of like, 
God, I'm alone. Like I'm really alone. And what if my business doesn't work? And what if I'm never partnered again? And what if I'm too old to be partnered? What if I can't find anyone who likes me? I mean, just all the silly fears that come up for people when they're, and I don't know who's listening, who's single, maybe you're not, but for me, this is what came up. (laughs) And it was this idea of like, what if, what if, what if, what if? Lots of future-based fears were coming up and I'm sitting there and, and I like to say this because I was sharing this with a, a someone that I've worked with in the past before, um, like we've collaborated on stuff before and she said, I was sharing some of my fears with her and she's like, what, you struggle? Like she, she was blown away. She's like, I just never thought you struggled. <laughs> and I laughed and I was like, I'm human, you know? I, of course I struggle. I have tools to shift really quickly and to to not sit in it as long. I mean, I literally used to sit in this stuff for years sometimes. I mean, I blamed and was angry and resentful at my ex-husband for the whole marriage pretty much. <laughs> and now I can sit in a space like this and just sit in it. Whereas even yesterday when I was having this experience, I was like, all I want to do right now is run away. Like my being just wanted to run away from the pain. I, I was trying to think of everything I could do to avoid the pain. Like I was like, oh, let me distract myself with something. Like, oh, let me go get a drink or let me call a friend or let me like just distract myself. And I was so proud of myself for just sitting there and going, no, Amanda, just lean into it just surrender to it just let go it will pass it will be okay right i don't need to i mean in those moments i get so so freaked out that you go to that animal brain monkey brain level of even like maybe my business doesn't matter maybe i'm not making a difference maybe none of this is gonna work i mean it was intense and it didn't last as long i mean i was it was great because in the past that sometimes would have taken me out for weeks now it was like I sat there and it was so powerful to just sit with it and go, okay, acknowledge my feelings, acknowledge my thoughts, acknowledge my fears. I didn't do a spiritual bypass and write it all off. I just sat there with it and I let myself cry a little. I meditated a little and then I said, okay, I'm going to implement my emergency shift. (laughs) I always think about this as an emergency shift when you go, okay, I am off and I want to shift my vibe as fast as possible. Not to avoid, but to shift. And so I let myself lean into the fear and the pain and the sadness and the future, all the anxiety and all the things. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to shift. And I ended up having one of the best nights I've had in a long time. It was, I ended up creating the book cover for my book that I'm going to write. And I was like, I just started daydreaming. And on on it, I wrote across the top, New York Times bestseller, 5 million copies sold. (laughs) And then I put like a a quote from someone who read it. I I did Dr. John Demartini, I did Nancy Levin, and, and then I thought of a couple other people that I was like, okay, I want these people to review my book. I came up with the title and the subtitle. It has my name on it and now it's on my vision board. And I was like, I had such a fun, playful night. And so it was in that moment for me of transition where I didn't, where my response led to growth and freedom. My response could have been, I'm gonna drink several glasses of wine and and go to bed and feel shittier the next day. Instead, my response offered growth. I mean, I was so inspired when I went to bed that I barely slept. So that was kind of interesting, but 
I was so inspired. I went to I went to sleep. I slept some, and every time I woke up, I was thinking about my book, and I was outlining it in my mind. And then I got up and I went on a five mile trail one with my friend at six in the morning or seven in the morning, and it was awesome, like awesome, awesome, awesome. And so, for all of you listening, I urge you to first read this book, The Surrender Experiment, really awesome, and to honor the space between no longer and not yet and see what's on the other side of it because this is your place where you get to grow and have freedom. This is with life stuff. This is with business stuff. I mean, ah, so powerful. So honor the transitional moments. Acknowledge the fear, but look to faith and do what you can as quickly as possible after you surrender and let go and lean into the feelings of it, then take action in a new direction that's going to inspire you to keep on track to fulfilling your vision and your dreams. Because I promise you, the next part of the spiral is success. If you leave your growth to randomness, you'll always live in the land of mediocrity. This is a Brendan Burchard quote. I love this quote because here's the thing. Make a plan. This is what I did last night. I was like, okay, I feel like crap. I feel sad. I feel scared. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to sit with it. Now, what am I going to do about it? I'm not a mediocre person. And I know because you're here with me, you're not either. So don't leave your growth to randomness. Focus your direction, your, your attention in the direction of your dreams. Get vision-minded and, and vision-oriented and take action. And do what you love every day. Spend time doing what you love and everything will massively shift in your life. Get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself and you will lead a rich, kick-ass, fulfilling life and business. That is my mission for myself and for you. Okay, next quote is by Napoleon Hill. He says, most great people have achieved their greatest success just one step beyond their greatest failure. Ah, that's good stuff. Most people have reached, have achieved their greatest success just one step beyond their greatest failure. Here's the thing. Most people want to give up right after their greatest failure, but what's on the other side of that if you stay in the game? I promise you, if you stay in the game, your success is inevitable. Zig Ziglar says, you don't have to start, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So it's after those transitional moments, after you've ridden out the fear wave and you go, okay, I'm sitting in the transition, now what? You start taking action in the new direction that you want to go, and then you get to start again. You get to start on that new evolutionary leap of yourself. You get to expand to the next level. You get to take it to the next level because you are NFA. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. You are not fucking around about where you want to go and you are radically responsible for your outcomes. So to recap, key takeaways. Number one, be radically responsible. Stop blaming other people for your reality. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. If you don't like what's going on in your outer world, change you. Align your mind to manifest the freedom that you want. It's up to you. Number two, Choose to face your fears and live in faith that your success is inevitable if you keep taking action in the direction of your vision. Number three, sit in the discomfort of the transitions so you can grow. 
This one's huge. Sit in the discomfort of the transitions so you can grow. If you push those away and you run away and you avoid and you fight, flight, freeze, you don't get the opportunity to grow in the same way. So sit in those discomfortable, uncomfortable transitions. Start each day, this is number four, start each day knowing that business building is a journey and not a destination. It's an upward spiral of growth. It's an evolutionary upward spiral of growth. It doesn't happen from point A to point Z, straight line, upward, everything's all wins, everything's awesome all the time, you're never going to have down, you're never going to have fear. That's not realistic. That is just BS. If people tell you that you can be an overnight success and then it's going to all be up, of course your perspective matters. I see mine, everything that I experience, even in the quote-unquote painful moments, as challenges that are on the way instead of in the way. But it's not realistic to think that you're not going to have the challenges or that you're not going to have fears come up or that when you step into that new part of yourself, you're not going to have some moments of needing to sit and cry like I did last night and go, oh God, what's next? I don't know. I'm, it's totally scary in certain ways and liberating others. And you're going to keep going, right? So just start each day knowing that you're on a journey. Your whole life is a journey and there's no destination point where all of a sudden everything's just going to be awesome and, and then it's awesome from that point forward. We are going to continually grow on this upward spiral path. And I am grateful that you're here with me on this journey of growing my business and just growing together. It's, it's so awesome to have a community of people to grow with, to learn with, to grow with, to connect with. I so appreciate you. I'm so... <sighs> grateful to have the space to have these conversations. So thank you for being here. I hope that this gave you some good reflective moments and I will be back for the next episode. I hope you have an incredible thriving day where you step into the highest version of yourself, lean into the blame, the fear, the faith, the transition, the success, and keep taking action in the direction of your dreams. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits Podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free eBooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus links to NFA coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one -on -one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.